Hello. Hello. Hi, George. Is that you, Ollie? Oh, it once was. It's 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 all that remains. It's all that remains. Oh. I'm go on elaborate. I'm an ill man, George. Oh. I'm an ill man. I've been struck down by some sort of terrible illness. And I'm, oh. as you know, we're recording this on Tuesday, a day late, because yesterday I couldn't face the podcast. But today... The podcast crowds. Yeah. But today I'm being so brave and... Oh. <laughs> sorry. I, let me have a sip of water. Yes. Oh, Ollie, I'm so sorry to hear about this. Okay, so my voice is back to normal, but I do still want the sympathy. (laughs) I still want the sympathy. So the water has done what it's needed to do. Yeah. But you still need myself and any listeners to know that you're being ever so brave. Oh, very brave. And the thing is, I'm sort of joking, sort of mean it. Um, (laughs) I do feel very bad. Um, I don't know what it is. Well, I've got a theory. Um, mm-hmm. because yesterday I, um, had an Ikea delivery and I, it's a cough. You didn't kiss the delivery boy, did you? No, not this time because that's got me in trouble before, but. <laughs> well, that's exactly last time. That was exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I learned, I learned my lesson. I, um, started to put together this, uh, coffee table and in the instructions, it said it was a two person job. And I thought, give a fuck, you know, I'll I'll do this on my ones. And so I think some sort of like ancient Swedish curse has, (laughs) I think there's been some spirit has entered my body and is punishing me for all my hubris. Um, And I I spent three hours putting this thing together (laughs) And yeah. I was going insane. Like at first it was sort of funny and I was like uh, putting it on my Instagram story, like, <laughs> you know, like sort of exaggerating how annoying it was. And then uh, suddenly the Instagram update stopped after about like <laughs> yeah. step five where I was like, okay, no, this is actually fucking mad. And I got to a certain bit, I was stuck on one step for maybe 45 minutes um, and I just had to concede defeat and say i need to wait for my girlfriend there's no shame no there's no shame in that i just wanted it to be done when she got home but um, that didn't you happen you wanted to see her little face light up uh, yeah. when she realized she had a real man in the house well Don't worry, no I'll get <laughs> no it wasn't about <laughs> masculinity it was just i wanted her to co- i didn't want her to come back from a long day at work and then have to start doing some flat pack Assembly. Yeah, but also you want to be seen as a, a big strong man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I failed. But yeah, I mean, like after uh, those three hours, I did. I just started to feel very ill, and then uh, maybe I inhaled some kind of. Again, yeah, that could be the Swedish curse, or I was using an electric screwdriver, and I was doing such a botched job that, like metal shavings of the nails and screws were coming <laughs> off and I think maybe I fucking inhaled a load of that. But I love the idea of going to the doctors and be like, um, 
Well, I can't put my finger on exactly when it started, but I did use an electric-powered hand drill the other day. <laughs> I'm no expert, but I, I think it may have been something to do with that, Doc. I like the idea of this ancient Swedish curse. Oh, I'm glad you lifted. do. I love the idea of that. Well, um, how do you think I can lift it? Because I've clearly angered the god, the Ikea gods. Um, yes. By completely ignoring the sacred text that said well it's a little illustration of two very happy looking people as if anyone is ever like yay this is going to take uh, i like ages. doing flat pack oh you're one of them are you <laughs> yeah well if you put the time aside and you just say okay there's a task at hand oh let's, i let's put a, a fuckload of time aside I couldn't yeah. put enough time aside. And oh, do, do you know what though? Last time I did do flat pack, I did it with my. The, the issue is, I did it with my friend Adam, and we went to IKEA, which always. I know this is like bloody, you know, really shite observational comedy, but you no, go please, to IKEA I'd love always, to hear it. Do you get? Yeah. Did you get lost? <laughs> no, but it always takes longer than you anticipate. Oh my god! It actually does. Am I right or am I right? <laughs> um, and then we, because we live in London, we got an Uber back from the IKEA to to the flat. Mm -hmm. And then um, by the time we had finished, it was like you're just knackered from it all. Yeah, it is quite a undertaking. I wonder if one way to lift the Swedish curse, uh -huh. the ancient Swedish curse, is to actually. Post a picture of the finished product Ooh. on your Instagram stories and praise IKEA and the and the praise the curse as well. That praise the curse, <laughs> yeah, so that it feels like it's, it's been appeased. You flatter it, yeah. yeah. It goes, oh, okay. That might be a good idea. I mean, I have because I abruptly stopped updating people on Instagram about how it was going. There, there have been a few people who are curious as to to how it ended up. So, I will send a, a post a picture of this. It, I mean, it looks fantastic. I have to say, but be wow. very fla really flatter the the gods of IKEA. Yeah, to I'll try I'll, and lift the curse. I'll tag IKEA and I'll say, could you pass this on to the gods? Um, <laughs> I really love. Oh, to be fair to them, after I'd wrestled with this coffee table for three hours i found that there was actually a youtube video on how to do it and it was made everything so much simpler because it, with the instructions mm. you just have to go on these illustrations that sometimes are not very clear because like two planks of wood look the same but one has six ah, holes and one has but yeah i know but so it, count the holes, it's not mate. a fucking game though <laughs> it's not a puzzle i i don't want to have to crack any codes to get this coffee table sorted yeah i'd say it sounds like it sounds like you've bought this one yourself i i think that is probably true uh, I'm glad you reacted like that. I just said that and then like gritted my teeth, like, oh, what, I wonder how that's for... gonna go down. No, well, you see, my, uh, you know, my, my immune system's down. I've taken a hit. I can't fight back like I normally would. Yeah. Um, and just quickly on on the subject of your um, uh, what you saying you like doing flat back furniture? God, can't speak. <laughs> flat pack furniture the, I'm, the gods are really enraged with me um, my girlfriend got back and there was there were there were two steps left 
and she helped me with those. And as she's doing it, she's like, I love this. I love doing this. <laughs> After I had been struggling with it for like three hours and I would inhale shavings <laughs> and I was just like gritting my teeth, man. <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway, I'm glad you guys, you, you both share a love of flat pack furniture. Anyway, um, to summarize, I'm ill. I'm brave. I'm here. I'm doing it. Well, we're here for you, Ollie. And if there's anything we can do, let us know. Well. And um, we'll mean, do our best. Okay. Yeah, you guys know what to do. Still haven't got a Wikipedia article. But anyway, um, <laughs> how are you doing? Um, right now. <laughs> Please, yeah. <laughs> right now, I'm, I'm brilliant, mate. But okay. it's been one hell of a week. And uh-huh. um, I've had my own episode of the shakes and shivers, which I don't think I can say I got from the um, <laughs> Ikea, Ikea gods. Okay. So I don't know what curse I got. Yeah. Or got, in fact, I dread to think, actually. Um, but <laughs> listeners may remember from last week, I was a very excited young man off to Paris for a week of kind of <laughs> creativity and just... The, the whole point was it was going to be a very relaxing experience. <laughs> Um, yeah, and uh, I, there, it was definitely relaxing at times. I didn't, there wasn't much creativity. No, um, well, you didn't create a few huge fucking headaches for yourself in the morning. Well, I, something bizarre happened, which I wasn't kind of prepared for, uh-huh. in that I, I kind of became nocturnal while I was there. <laughs> <laughs> and I hadn't really anti- I know I said I was going to not set any alarms which I was looking forward to. Yes. Um I I think I went outside 3 times. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um it was all very, I read an awful lot. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, it it was kind of a whirlwind of an experience. So and come Thursday, I was staying at the hotel, ready to fly to Dublin for this, you know, weekend of friends and music, which yes. I couldn't wait for. And um, I got to the airport on Thursday, and um, I, got, I, got, I had a shower and put this dressing gown on, <laughs> and um, I was in bed. And listeners will be pleased to hear I was very snuggly. Oh and I was God! Very, yeah. Wait, wait. Yeah, sorry, yeah. you 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 mean. You said you got to the airport. You oh, were you staying at a hotel? Um, yeah, yeah. I wasn't doing airport. like a, yeah. I wasn't doing a Tom Hanks terminal kind of like just <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. And so I was staying in a, a hotel at the airport. I had a shower, put this dressing gown on, got into bed, and I started to feel dicky. Like I started to feel <laughs> a bit ropey. Yeah, and. Within the space of about two hours, I went from thinking, oh, I feel a bit run down, to just, again, shaking and sweating. Mm. And that night, I woke up on the hour, every hour, just uh, not very well. Mm -hmm. And so, as I felt this creeping on, I rang my sister and I said, I think... I said to her, "Don't worry. I don't think I don't think I've got the old the IKEA curse, mm-hmm. but I feel as if something's got a hold of me." And she said, "Well, why don't we book a ticket for the same time as your ticket to Ireland, but to London? Because there's no point in you flying to Ireland while the the guys are going to be recording and creating, and you're going to be, you know, killing mm. the vibe 
throwing up and being ill in the corner. Yeah, in your, um, in your dressing gown, whining. Yeah, which at that point I refused to take off. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we did that and sure enough, I ended up coming home and I've had a real weekend of just... And I know people will be thinking, hang on, you were ill earlier. Like, it's, it, the second month of the year isn't even over and this is the second time you've been ill. I think... Uh, well, I know I've been not looking after myself too well. So I've been out, you know, five nights a week, mm-hmm. um, but still getting up to, you know, for, for commitments at first thing in the morning. Yeah. And look, no one's looking to Jeff Ezra for rock and roll. That's not what I'm suggesting. But <laughs> I haven't been. Yeah, I haven't. So, what, so the first illness a few weeks ago, I imagine... I didn't let myself recover properly. You know, I was out mm-hmm. on that, the Friday of that week, I was out with two friends going, no, it's all right, I'll get over it, blow off the cobwebs. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I think now, especially as my big uh, project starts next, well, in April, mm-hmm. at some point, I think for the next few weeks, I'll be looking after myself. But I was absolutely gutted to not make it to Ireland. Yeah. But landing back home, Everything changed, and the only way I can explain how I felt was by saying it felt very... Now, does that make sense to you? Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. I, can... I want to set that scene. I because... can see you coming, stepping yeah. off, stepping off the plane. And In Luton. In Luton, oh, yeah, and suddenly... There's just a change in the vibe, a change in the atmosphere. There really was. And I thought, you're home. And the beautiful thing was my brother was home. My sister was home. Her partner was home. My dad was home. And it was just, you know, I was, again, just letting myself sleep it off and just, you know, not stressing too much about it. And it was just a beautiful thing to sit down and eat dinner with the guys each night and watch a bit of TV, and yeah, it was just awesome. Um, so you made but, the, the right decision, even though, you know, obviously disappointing you couldn't get to Ireland, but you, yes, probably, and I would you, say, you needed that. I, I believe so. And I would say that although Paris wasn't quite what I anticipated, it was still a very good experience. And I'm very grateful for the people over there that looked after me while I was there. Um, you know, the, the kind of the hospitality. Mm-hmm. Um and then, you know, I'm, although, of course, I'm gutted I didn't make it to Ireland, um, I got sent some updates from the guys that were over there recording, and that just looked, you know, like a beautiful thing, but I made the right decision by coming home. And um, all's well that ends well. That's I, I can say with certainty that, say, you know, the Parisian lifestyle, whatever that may be, mm nocturnal um uh hedonistic hedonistic perhaps uh there's only so much of that a boy can handle or a girl hey please don't write in or a girl well certainly there was um yeah (laughs) i I think i met my um like the limp my threshold was found yes um does that make sense to say that um, um you know what we make the rules so yeah yeah my my mark my words my threshold was, was found, found. <laughs> um 
I yeah. absolutely cannot handle. I mean, I had a friend's day last week, and we went out two nights in a row. And I mean, we didn't have particularly crazy nights, but I just can't do it anymore. I'm old. Yeah. My body doesn't work. The alcohol fucks with my anxiety big yes. time. On the on the Thursday when he arrived, we went out and yeah, okay, fine. Listen, arrest me. We drank some beers, okay? <laughs> Take me, lock me up. If that's a crime, lock uh, me up, man. Throw away the key, officer. Throw, because yes, I please. am guilty. <laughs> um but we we got back and i slept maybe two hours and then i just woke up feeling incredibly alert and anxious and to the point where i had to just get up at it was like five in the morning and i just went and walked around in the the dark streets Mm. for a couple of hours because i just was on fire with anxiety and Mm. you know obviously this is is well documented that alcohol and well particularly anxiety or at least this is what i know about it because the relationship you have with it is very um a very confusing one because it can be your best pal when you're feeling anxious um Mm -hmm. and then it also punishes you later on because I've certainly been guilty of using a couple of drinks to take the edge off or um, silence the mind a little bit. Yes. And, and then when that stops, the the problems persist and they are Mm. made worse. And you've also got to deal with the sort of, was I saying annoying things last night? Was I fun last night? <laughs> yeah. Me, me and you had it over Christmas where, like, I was, we would text each other, oh, great to see you last night. Oh, uh, God, I'm ever so sorry if I was a bit annoying at <laughs> yeah. times. And and it, it, me writing out in a text, ever so sorry if I was a bit annoying at times, is actually my head going, fuck, yeah. you made such an idiot of yourself, you know? Yeah. But ba- I, based me on, and, you know, nothing really. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I there were a few nights where. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, mate. I'm joking. Don't oh, let the, don't let your mind like. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't let your oh, mind no. run with that. Don't let your yeah. mind run with that. Yeah. Well, there is an image I hold. There's an image in my head of us in the corner of a sleepy mm. old man pub singing silent night at the top of our voices at 11 p.m yeah but i i i've made my peace with that i think we brought yeah. some christmas spirit to that pub well yeah there was one bloke that bought the whole table around of drinks to, yeah he, he said, said lovely you know, he voices yeah <laughs> yeah beautiful um but this is so i i facetimed you ollie um or you facetimed me while i was in the airport hotel bed not fit. that was when it had first set in. Yeah, you looked and, um, very sad. I look very sorry for myself. You look. I think it's when you're sad. away from home, mm-hmm. and when you've seen the things that I'd seen in the last seven days, <laughs> it was kind of oh. <laughs> so I, I just want to be home. Yeah. Um, and then we were up at the same time. You were up, kind of out, trying to relieve yourself of some of your anxiety, and I was up for this flight. Mm-hmm. 
and I deliberately, like Joey, put too many layers on just to try and sweat it out on the flight home. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I just thought, like, I'm going to feel... De- anyway, I don't need to get into this. Okay. Um, I said to you, this is kind of enough is enough, really. I've Like, I'm sick of kind of operating day-to-day on half barrels and, and mm-hmm. just being, like all because I'm out socialising, meeting people and seeing friends and all of this. And uh, you said, well, yeah, not only that, it's the anxiety that comes with it as well. Mm-hmm. And so we suggested that why don't the two of us embark on a uh, month of no drinking, of the month of March? Yes. Which I know isn't a fashion, you know, the, 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 it's dry January's the one to do, but I think... What about... Um... Well, I was thinking, why not Parched March? There we are. Yeah, of course. Perfectly. Yeah, so it's per- fits perfectly. Parched March. We've because by it. the end, mate, we're, we're going to want to fucking drink. <laughs> um, yeah, but if we embark on Parched March together, yep. um, we can also invite any listeners to join in with us and see how they get on. Mm-hmm. But I, I have to say now um, yes. that I will have to end my parched march <laughs> it was so good to say um i'll have to end my parched march on the 27th of march okay you have a but, a drinking function uh, that that <laughs> yeah i've i'm tr- but i did start last i haven't had a drink since wednesday okay of last week so i don't know what date that would have been let me see. But yeah, I will the, be, you'll be safe. You'll be safe because it's only the I will 25th be within the, today. Yeah, wicked. So I will have done a month. But that that might well be kind of a bit of a send-off drinks before the um, the big adventure begins. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I have to say that this not drinking is probably much easier for me than it is for you insofar as like... Um, not that you're going to find it hard, but you actually have people to socialise with there. Whereas me not drinking just basically means don't go and drink on my own, which is yeah. probably a good thing to, to a good yeah. habit to form anyway. Honestly, let's do it. And, and I, I've done in the past, I've done a long stint of not drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but it coincided with the release of the last record. So I, sto- I stopped on January the 5th or whatever, and then didn't drink for six months Mm -hmm. for the initial promotion of that record. But I don't think I... I, Don't get me wrong. I think it got me through the promoting of the album. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if I'd been able to commit to everything that I did had I been, you know... On the razz. Drinking as well. Yeah, but I don't think I fully felt the benefits of the kind of clearer mind and all of that because we were non-stop. Yes. So this month, I think I'll keep up my kind of um, daily meditation and the the lack of drinking alongside that and earlier nights and everything and see by the end, not only will I be parched, but I might be <laughs> on a, you know... A new plane of existence. shaking hands with the Maharishi, yeah. I might be kind of... <laughs> I might be... Um, Operating on a different level all yeah, entirely. You may have ascended, and I hope that if that does happen, you still have time for little old me down on this plane of existence. But I'm, I've, 
never had a sort of extended period. Well, I suppose I had quite a long period as a child of not drinking. Um, <laughs> but I well, mean, good. not in, in recent years. Um, and so I'm looking forward to super strength. I believe it gives you um, being able to stop time. The way people talk about it, it makes you feel fucking fantastic. And if it doesn't, I will be complaining weekly to you yeah. on the podcast about it. But I, I think the thing I would what I would try and incorporate alongside it is not just the the stopping the drinking is one thing, but then if you can try and get a bit more structure alongside that, so start trying to get to bed a little earlier and setting an alarm, and, and then that's when you start to feel the benefits of like I'm being more productive. Yes, because it's not just. I'm not drinking, but I'm still doing fuck more all. stoned than I've ever been, and I've watched every single Netflix. <laughs> but you know, excuse series, me, no that was man. not my plan. <laughs> no, but that's you know one might want to do that, well, and uh, you know what I mean is like uh, it, it swap out alcohol for something else and be like, yeah, but at least I'm not drinking. Well, I was gonna say that I have uh, renewed my gym membership after letting it lapse um, for the past few months. And so I'm going to be uh, not drinking and wasting some fucking time in the gym. Yes, mate. Sweating it out. Can we start something just to humour us? Can we start um, tweeting? You know, Gymshark, they're like a huge gym company. Um, <laughs> saying, say, will you sponsor Ollie? He's going <laughs> to the gym this month. <laughs> what, like I'm some sort of fucking... Charity case. <laughs> no, no, no. Like as if like you. What? Could, like I, I could become a, a gym representative for the company. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll I'll be a gym. I'll 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 post some vids of me doing like walking up a, a light incline on the running machine <laughs> yeah. and say, Winking "Hey at the guys, camera. <laughs> yeah, gym years ago, I never imagined this could happen." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I I am very much I'm. I'm. I mean, obviously, part of it is that I'm feeling ill, but I've I felt like this for a, for a little while now. I'm sick of feeling like shy all the time. Uh, yes. So, um, and I don't mean, uh, you know, um, in my head. I just mean I my body. It's all linked, of course, but I just mean my lifestyle choices. I think um, there, there's room for improvement. We should. I, I don't know if this is necessary to say or not, but there's where we grew up. It's a there's a seems to be a real pub culture, and I'm sure that's the same in a lot of towns. But it's like a, there's so many beautiful pubs for us to pick from, really. Mm -hmm. You know, for us to go to, and it's just a very normal thing to be there. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's when it can become trickier. Is when it's part of your that's your culture. social uh, yeah that's where everyone goes that's where you meet all your pals yeah. um, well that's kind of what I mean in like um, for me it's a bit easier because I'm removed from that element um, yeah. of it um, I mean I'm saying that maybe I'll still fail you know I, I've been known to fail at really easy things no before, no 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 so. you won't. 
No, because we've put it into the public sphere now. Yes. Ollie is not only being represented by Gymshark, but he is he is committing to Parched March. Parched March. And if any <laughs> if anyone spots me sneaking a, a San Miguel in or yeah. um you know, having a quick a quick tequila shot on my way to the gym, then you are legally entitled to rugby tackle me and um take me to Jail, I think that's right. And church, or church jail. Yeah. Um, Yes, wicked. All right, well, because I think that there's a... It's this thing that's just socially accepted that people, you know, can go out and drink as much as they want, but it really isn't going to help. It doesn't go hand in hand with trying to help yourself mentally. No. Um, And and I think this is a very good thing for us to be doing. Um. Can I ask you for some advice? Uh, yeah, of course. So, this coming weekend, mm. uh, my girlfriend and I have some plans. That the this was supposed to be asked. Well, this was my Valentine's gift to Are her. You looking for a bit of romantic advice? Uh, no, no, don't Aww. worry. I'm I'm fine <laughs> there. Ha ha ha. Um. Well. <laughs> There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. I mean, maybe off mic, I could ask you a couple of questions. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, so this is our, it was supposed to be our Valentine's Day treat, but for various reasons, it's been delayed till this weekend. And it's something I've never done before. It's something I'm not comfortable with. But, uh, um, you know, I think it might make my girlfriend happy. So we're going to a spa day. Ah! And mate, yes, that will be an absolute pleasure from start to finish. Okay, for a lot of people, that is true, but I am someone who, um, I have a lot of uh crutches that I lean on, I, I distract myself constantly, I'm not a good relaxer, and so mm. I have been for, for massages more recently, and got an interesting perspective on it they feel nice they're nice to get yeah and so the first hour will be a couple's massage but i don't know how i feel about that i don't really know what the point is because we're not exactly going to be like turning to each other and discussing like oh it feels nice there done it but (laughs) but i guess it's i guess it's a nice thing i don't know i mean my girlfriend's excited but it's the second hour i'm more worried about because that's just like hanging out in the spa i don't even know what that means do they have games there (laughs) yeah 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 um oh mate i once um me and an ex-girlfriend of mine went for a couple's massage and um i'll tell you there's there's nothing quite as unnerving as waking up in a massage room with the 
two masseuse women and your girlfriend laughing at you because you've been snoring while you're asleep. So to have three women in a room laughing at you I've while never, you're in I, your smalls with a towel around you, it's you like, fell asleep. Oh, no. I've never yeah, fallen man. asleep. I, I'm, this is the thing, I, I've never been that relaxed. I mean, I can't sleep at home at night in my own house. So the idea <laughs> yeah. of sleeping while someone is is rubbing me down... Um, yeah. I mean, I enjoy, I do, I have enjoyed the massages I've had recently, but yeah. it's something I could not imagine myself doing, you know, a year ago. Um, no. And this second part, like, you know, I'm probably not even going to have my phone. I can't even play words with friends. What do I do? What do I think about for that hour? Well, I, I'd imagine that there's going to be a steam room. There's a steam room. Or, there's a jacuzzi. Yeah. Well, there you go, man. Yeah, but like, so that's happening, and like, fine, yeah, maybe feels nice. But in my head, I've still got like, you know, all my horrible thoughts I have constantly, and I don't yeah. have words with friends to distract me. Yeah, but I would uh, just try. I know it's easier said than done, but just try and not think about anything other than the fact you're in this oh, okay. nice warm water. Okay, cool. Thank you. So we'll just move on then. That's sorted. Well, you no, cracked well, it. Like, do you know what would be nice is maybe if it does get to a point where you're like, this is intense. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to say, mate. Look, I'm not expecting you to have the, the, the real answers. I guess I just want you to tell me that the jacuzzi can feel nice. It's going to be feel so nice. And when I get there, it, this won't even be on my mind because I'll just be so chilled. I'll be in a dressing gown. I'll be in my smalls, yeah. as you put. <laughs> <laughs> and I suppose I could... Uh, well, this is the thing I'm worried about. Is like my girlfriend's really relaxed, leaning back in the t hot tub or whatever, um, eyes closed, and I'm like, psst. Yeah. Hey, 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 can we talk or something? Like, can yeah. we, do you want to play a game? Yeah, like, you go, psst, psst, babe, psst, babe. Do you ever think about life might be a simulation? <laughs> <laughs> Now's not the time. Yeah. Well, oh, Ollie, what you could do, mm -hmm. because there'll be a lot of lounges around the pools and everything, I imagine. I try, is, try sitting everyone. But no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, once you're in your snuggly dressing gown, yeah. maybe if you take a, um, like a Sudoku book or a word search book or something or a, or a newspaper. Well, yeah, if I can, can take in or reading. Or a book. Are you allowed to take in reading material? Yeah, yeah, mate, you can take your phone. Can you? Oh, well, I don't, I'm not going to take my phone because. No, well, I wouldn't, no. But I might take a book. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, so well, you that's can take all right. Oh, yeah, I thought that it was like, you know, if you fucking dared do anything like that, people would be like, hey, relax. No, no. Well, like, that is, but reading is relaxing. So, like, do you remember a few weeks ago we spoke about feet up, fives down? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you could be literally in the jacuzzi with your book, with uh -huh. a towel on the side to dry your hands, and people would be like, oh, he must come here all the time. They think You'll I'm so probably find chilled. someone will... Yeah, they'll come up to you and be like, sorry, mate, um, where's the dressing room? Or what's it called? The changing room? <laughs> and you'll be like, oh, sorry. I was actually my first time. And they'll be like, whoa, whoa, it looks like you come here all the time. Yeah, you look so chilled. You look like you live yeah. here. 
Yeah. Oh, don't I know you from that Gymshark commercial? Yeah, and I'll be like, yeah, yeah listen, please, I'm just here to relax and detox yeah. after a, a, a week at the gym, uh, yeah. maybe once or twice a week. Yeah. Um, well, well, I think you'll have a lovely time, mate. I'll report back. It's 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 on Sunday. I mean, I'm looking forward to the massage, and I'm sure after that I'll be so chilled that it'll all go fine. Um, yeah, man. Although I've got so many questions. Do you do you wear it? Do you wear like a? Do I wear like a swimming costume for what bit? For the spa. For As the, in the massage, or just for, for the like the, communal for the communal like well the the like steam room and like the the tub. I have I've been to one that was fully nude, mm. um, but I would say <laughs> yeah yeah. But I would imagine that it will be optional. Although things like the steam room in some, especially European countries, for kind of hygiene reasons, they might ask you to uh, get your kit off. But I'm ashamed and disgusted of my body. Although yeah, I, well, although I will have been to the gym once or twice, so I probably will. No, but I, <laughs> I would say that's complete. They're probably very used to people not wanting to do that, okay. and therefore pull up a pew and get your book out. Put your chap in and get your book out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It'll be good. It'll be good. Can you? Is it convincing? It'll be good. It'll be good. I'm gonna have fun. Do you believe yeah, me? Yeah, man. I believe you. Okay, that's good. Um, one last thing I want to talk about before maybe maybe some emails. Um, yes. Is I was doing my usual Googling myself the other day, trying to see if I had a Wikipedia article yet. Um, the answer is no. <laughs> and I came across um, a page about me on uh, trendcelebsnow.com. So, okay, yeah. firstly, I'm apparently... That's my homepage. <laughs> I'm always looking up people on there. Yeah, trendcelebs.org.now. Yeah, .com. So, apparently, I'm my profession is folk singer, which uh-huh. is news to me. But yeah. And I actually got some really, really good news from this website. And I'm oh, sorry, I'm getting a bit giggly because it's actually like life-changing news. So they have a okay. they have a section where they say the net worth of the celebrity in oh, yeah. quote marks. Apparently, I'm worth five million dollars, and so <laughs> I can't wait. Like, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So I obviously I've um I, there must be some way that I get in touch with the website and they'll sort me out with that. But because of that news, I've I took out like quite a big loan because I know. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, I'm going to yeah. have this money coming in soon. Um, and hope I, you know, I'm going to be able to get you out of some of the financial holes you've got yourself oh. into. I started my own cryptocurrency. It's called Litcoin oh. because it's the most Litcoin. lit crypto. <laughs> yeah. And as soon as I work out what like cryptocurrency is, I think that's going to take off. So I'm fucking hyped about this. Um, thank you God. so much to trendcelebsnow.com. I'm gonna help Hasn't them fill out. Has your life out. just just gone from new and noteworthy? I, I know, know, I know, and now I'm worth five mil and multi-millionaire. Yes, and they've got a few um, other uh, pages on the website where they're they're missing information. So I'm gonna help them out because, for example, is Ollie MN having a relationship affair? 
It currently says this information is not available. How old is Ollie? Question mark. Does dead or alive? Question mark. Um, I'll help them out with that. Uh, they also said we currently don't have enough information about Ollie and Men's cars. We will update soon. <laughs> So, because they've, I mean, they did me a favor. I didn't know about all this money I got coming my way. I'm going to help them out with um, a bit of that. It also says Ollie McKendrick Ness is one of the richest folk singers born in England. Firstly, wasn't born in England. But, Secondly, not a folk singer. Not a folk singer. But I will accept that, according to this, maybe I am one of the richest folk singers, you know, whatever. I, I, I'm just so happy because, you know, I needed a win and um, this loan, you know, obviously the interest rate isn't good, but it doesn't really matter because this money's coming in. I'll pay that off and things are going to start changing for me. So I just wanted to share that with everyone. I'm really, really happy about that. And thank you so much to all my fans. (laughs) Um, I remember when I first started, like around my first record, there was a website. It might be the same one. Mm-hmm. But they print. They put this article up about. Um, well, there was two occasions, and both of which I found out because somebody asked me like, "Oh, I'm sorry to hear about this, or whatever." So one of them was singer songwriter George Ezra's beloved dog Buddy dies after a <laughs> 15 year relationship, <laughs> and I've never had a fucking dog. And someone was like, "Oh, I'm really sorry to hear about your dog." Um, and I was like, I, sorry, I'm not, I don't know what you mean. Um, and the other one was that I had um, the largest chain of fast food restaurants in in America or something. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that must have been big news for you. I, I mean... Huge news, because that would be quite an undertaking to have a, you know... You know, yeah, bigger than than McDonald's, bigger than any of these guys. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. yeah, and you've never really shown any interest in starting your, a restaurant chain or anything like that, but hey, no. I guess you've got yeah. one. Yeah, um, and does Dead or Alive? Does Dead or Alive, I can tell you, I'm very much doing Alive. Although, God, I'm ill and being brave. God, you're being brave. Yeah. Um, Ollie? Uh, yeah? Do you mind if... Once the uh, little messenger boy comes on his horse, do you mind yes. if I read the first email? Um, uh, so, instead of me, you mean? <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, I didn't want to tiptoe around the conversation. Well, yeah, uh, I was wondering how you'd feel about that. And then what am I doing while you do this? Um, I mean, I guess what I do when you read them is just listen. Hmm. I don't love this, but okay, I will let you. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I think I see the little boy on his way now. I mean, oh, there he is. Yeah. Email for you, my lord. News from the east, sire. This email has just come in, my lord. Okay, well, apparently this is your show now, so please. <laughs> okay. Oh, yes. Thank you ever so much. Um, and say hello to your master. It's been a long time. Farewell. <laughs> That's what I'm saying to the little boy. Yeah. Um, now, the reason I would like to read this email is because you sent me a screenshot of it, Ollie, mm-hmm. um, during the week, and I found it very inspiring. Yes. And I will 
there's it, it's really helped me this email this week um make some sense of my own um involvement in this podcast of late um and so i'll read it and then explain why that is so the email says hi guys just want to say i'm loving your podcast first podcast third okay first so podcast. now you probably see why i usually do this okay i'm gonna go again right hello guys i just want to say i'm loving your podcast first podcast i've ever listened to and i'm 37 with a lot of exclamation marks (laughs) really look forward to hearing the new episode every monday i'm very fortunate and grateful that i have never experienced any really bad episodes of mental health just the usual ups and downs of life Listening to your podcast has made me realise that not everyone is as fortunate as myself, or is fortunate enough to have good friends like you two. So you guys have inspired me to join the Samaritans. I start my training this weekend. Hopefully, I can be a kind and helpful voice on the other end of the line for somebody in distress, or more importantly, I guess, just somebody to listen. Thanks for being so open and honest with your mental health, I think it's so important for men in particular to hear other men talk so openly. Well done and keep up the good words. Kind regards, Anonymous. How amazing is that? Well, it was just incredible. And I got a bit emotional when you first sent it through because, mm-hmm. uh, and I think probably um, maybe on a level of, more, fuck, I'm involved with something that uh, has inspired somebody to, you know, make a decision like that which i think is incredible mm-hmm. um but the reason it resonated with me is because and we kind of made a bit of a joke about it last week about how for the last few weeks you've had um experiences and episodes throughout the week to talk about and how i've been in quite a good place of late mm-hmm. and it, 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 there there has been an element of picking up the phone each week and going oh you know, is this getting a bit silly that I've started this podcast with Ollie and I'm not feeling as if I'm able to give my own experiences at the minute. So then I thought about it and um, I looked, Ollie, to see when I sent you the first message regarding starting the podcast. Yeah. And I sent it to you on the 15th of May last year. Mm-hmm. So that's a long time ago. And mm-hmm. th- that was a point in both of our lives, I think, and I speak for myself, yeah. where I had an, an awful lot to talk about regarding, and I was having more intense kind of OCD episodes, but I think that they were probably exasperated um, by touring and, and my lifestyle at the time mm-hmm. and my like, life situation. Now, we've started, and since then, since the 15th of May, we have been, we've done a few practice runs and things like that, and both me and you, I think, were very aware quite quickly how how we will benefit from this just from talking to one another. Yeah. Um, and then we started to do it weekly as of January, you know, whatever. The, it was very soon after the new year. Mm-hmm. And due to circumstances changing, and I'm sure a lot of it, me being at home a bit more, and, and also being proactive in trying to learn about what it is that I'm experiencing and yeah. ways of handling it you know i've been in this position where i haven't had much to talk about it now it would be ridiculous for me to say that i felt guilty about that 
because I don't. I'm very happy mm-hmm. that I don't have things to talk about, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, but it, I didn't want anyone to think like, well, what's the point in his involvement? And this email made me realise, well, the thing that I think is most important for all of us to be doing is to be just helping one another to rid us of the stigma of it all. Mm-hmm. And, and that it, it took this email for me to realise, well, this is even just you and Ollie picking up the phone to one another and hearing one another out. It doesn't need to be the worst day of your life, mm-hmm. but it, what you're doing is promoting the idea of just conversation. Yes. And, and I just, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, I just, I found it very, well, I don't know how else to say it other than inspiring. And I just, so I just want to thank whoever uh, it was that sent that email in. Yeah. Um, and I wish them all the luck on, you know. Yes, on the With Samaritans everything in their and... training. Yeah, and I hope that, you know, through it, you know, you find a new, I don't know, avenue in your life and all of that. And it's just, it's an awesome thing. So thank you very much. And thank you for kind of helping me understand what all of this is for me as well. So thank you. Yeah, and I think that we've actually had a a few emails from people who say things kind of like that emailer said, that they feel very fortunate that they've not had any kind of Mm. particularly intense or notable periods of bad mental health or anything like that. But they, they know people that do because we all Mm. do. Yes. And so this is uh, hopefully uh, these conversations, as you kind of alluded to, they don't have to be two people saying, like, you know, I felt bad today. And then the other person says, yes. hey, me too. Like, yes. it's, and, it, you know, maybe some conversations are like that. But just having more awareness around this and being able to talk about it in a more... Uh, well, the, the other thing that I th- think we're trying to do with this is um, maybe show that it doesn't have to be necessarily a big, heavy conversation all the time. It, no. it can be the kind of thing where you also talk about your diarrhea, you know, just fun stuff like that. And <laughs> and I think that, yeah, from, from some of the emails we've got where people say that they are not personally um, struggling with mental health stuff, but they say, my best friend is, and I'm listening to the podcast and I'm reaching out to them more or in a different way. And, you know, all that kind of stuff is amazing to hear and... The email you read out is just, I mean, you know, I'm not trying to take credit for this because he's actually doing something. Um, yes. Well, I suppose we are too, but I just I just felt very uh, moved by the fact that us rambling could inspire someone to do something as but, great yeah. as that. Exactly, exactly. And I, I, it made me remember, it reminded me as well, my first involvement with Mind as a charity was at a time when I had no real experience myself or, or no understanding of my own mental health. But it was because there was people that I loved very much around me mm-hmm. that were obviously experiencing things. And I realised I had no vocabulary whatsoever. I had no understanding. I had nothing that I could... I had not been taught anything about this thing. Mm-hmm. And I felt completely useless yeah. in the hands of these people that I wanted to be able to help. Yeah. and. And I think that's uh, the, the most important thing 
again, and this is kind of what the email, I've been thinking it for a while, but the email was what kind of made it all fit into place, mm -hmm. was just all of us having these conversations. Man, on Sunday night, I was invited around for a bit of vegetarian fun. <laughs> um, so I went around and had a lovely roast dinner, and then me, Freddie, and Georgie sat down and watched um, a bit of the Tyson Fury documentary because his fight had been the night before. And you've got this heavyweight champion talking on screen about his bipolar, his bouts of depression, his experiences with anxiety and OCD. And then you've got his father, who I don't know how old this bloke is, his dad, but saying, do you know what? If it wasn't for my son talking about these things, it would never have made me think about my own mental health. Mm -hmm. I don't believe you would have had that even five years ago yeah you know I, I, I you know that's not important if, if it was happening in the past or not the fact is that it's happening now i just thought and they don't have to go into huge detail it's just the as a society us being comfortable about talking about these things yes. without it being well you've got split personality disorder get you mm. know bloody hell i don't want to be involved in that mm -hmm. you know that sounds you know instead of that being people's reaction if, if all of us have a bit more of an understanding and it doesn't, we don't have to have, you know, you, you don't know, have to have some a... books of knowledge and answers and all of this, but it's just the, the ability to hear and listen and, and not be scared or, um, judgmental you know, lost. Yeah. Yeah. Or judgmental or just, well, it's easier for me to turn away. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So thank you very much for letting me read that email, Ollie. It's just that it, um, did a lot of good for me. Well, it's okay. Um, let's get let's get back to kind of the norm which is um me reading out the emails and next time maybe just run this by me before um we won't have to yeah. talk about it on air but <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but we can move on and so here's this uh, uh um here's now a uh, time for something uh, slightly different <laughs> on the emails this one comes from Miel, oh no. So the thing is, I like I, I know this person, but I do not know how to pronounce their surname. Miel. Yeah. See, this is maybe why I should do them from now on. No, because I'm actually joking. I <laughs> okay. That was a joke. Yeah, that was a joke. It's <laughs> Miel Bread. Does he? <laughs> <laughs> so Miel says. Dear my dear close and personal friend Ollie, and the other boy with the good laugh. Hate to be so on brand, but my therapist said I'm not allowed to listen to The National anymore, and it got me thinking. What songs you use to try and pull yourself out of the mud? The type of songs that only Olympian-grade breakdowns can resist? Or do you suffer in silence? So, this question, the first thing I think about, is it makes me realize how much of a wallower I am because mm. when I'm in the mud, I I get old Nick Drake to chuck more mud on me, or I oh. I mean I, I I am a sucker for um, some melancholy music. But I had a little think, and there are a few songs that I think I would be hard pressed. It would be very difficult for me to resist. The, the feel-good mm. factor. 
Um, and that's Move On Up, Curtis Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Sign Sealed Delivered, old Stevie, what, Mr. Stevie Wonder. Oh. And Can't Stop the Feeling from the Motion Picture Trolls. Um, <laughs> so, Justin Timberlake... <laughs> I have to admit this, whatever the year that that film came out, you know when Spotify collates all your data and says what your most listened to song was? Yeah. Can't Stop the Feeling by Justin Timberlake was far and away the song I listened to most that year. Because something about it, it got my toes tapping. Is that a can't stop the feeling? Yep. And like everything about it is sort of not in my nature. To enjoy something like that, but I don't know, man. It just got in my, got in my ear and wormed around, and it's true. Sometimes you can't stop the feeling. Do you have any songs that pick you up out of the mud? Yeah, well, instantly when you said that, I would turn to albums. I find that my favourite records aren't necessarily by my all-time favourite artists, or my, I don't know. They're, they're more records that uh, like soundtrack a certain part of my life. Uh huh. And it, as soon as you said it, the records that came to my mind were by an artist called Rai Kuda. Um, mm-hmm. And I would recommend anyone go and listen to an album called Chicken Skin Music. Is this um, the one that you... I believe you recommended me... What's the, f- what's the yes. first track? Is um, Oh, I like it, but I can't remember what it's called. Well, the other record I would recommend is by him is an album called Paradise and Lunch. Oh, that's the one. That's the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. It's the Tampum Up Solid. Yep. Yeah. So it won't come down. <laughs> Tampum Up Solid. So it won't come down. Um, so he's got this, like, uh, grew up in California, I believe, and he does this amazing kind of Cuban and that kind of west coast and he plays guitar beautifully and there's a lot of beautiful rhythms and um yeah try them out that but that they are the two records that i picture i put on a lot if it's a sunny day mm-hmm. um and therefore when i'm trying to emulate a sunny day that's what you reach for records. yeah okay well thanks for choosing something much cooler than mine so that i look um lame in comparison well, can't stop no, the feeling. No, 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 no. It's fine. Look, I'm happy to say that the motion picture trolls, I haven't seen it, but the, sound, oh, yeah. the official search, I haven't oh, seen it. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I promise you. But actually, wait, I was joking. <laughs> I just realized I was joking about that. I one yeah. of mine would probably be Rykuda as well. <laughs> Ryan Kuda. <laughs> Ryan Kuda. Um I don't know, they just remind me. I remember Chicken Skin Music, that album. My dad had it in his CD collection when I was like 14. Well, I'm sure he had it before I was 14. But when I was 14, I became interested in the CD collection. Yeah. And um it's on that record. He does a version of Goodnight Irene. Mm-hmm. on the last song and it's uh that's beautiful so you, and, i i yeah. think that the issue for me is that because i have lots of of course i'm sure we all do i've got albums and songs that remind me of a particular time but for me that nostalgia is a sad feeling i can't quite put my finger on it yeah i should probably say though it doesn't 
instead of it reminding me of a specific time, it's more I remember the feeling of just loving this record. Okay. So it's it's not like a. It will be more if I think about say. I don't know, the, the Kooks debut record reminds me very vividly of being 13, 14, whatever year it was, in that yeah. summer. It doesn't really remind me of a specific memory. Yeah. It just reminds it's me of... It's a vibe. Yeah, of being excited and, you know, absolutely loving it. Okay. Well, thank you very much for that email. Um... And I, I promise next week we'll be back to business as usual and Ollie will be reading the emails. Oh, thank God. <laughs> no, it was fine. It was um, <laughs> a fun little change and we've done it now and we can move on and go back to yeah. the norm. So, listen, I've been very brave, but it's time for me to go feel sorry for myself. Oh, Ollie. I'm going to be okay. I'm strong. No, I was just getting started. Oh, <laughs> I've got so much more to talk about. I was just getting warmed up, mate. (laughs) Oh, okay, well, okay, let's do another hour. (laughs) Keep on rolling, keep the tape rolling, mummy. I did think the other day, um, you know that Paul Simon lyric where he goes, another generation throws a hero up the pop charts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was thinking... Another generation throws a hero up the pod charts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which I quite like. I, I do like that. Um, I like that. I like Parched March. You've done, you've done some of your best work this episode. <laughs> Another generation throws a hero up the pod charts. <laughs> <laughs> That's us. Well. That's us, baby. Um, well, Ollie, I hope that you um, feel better. Thank you. Um, and that the the IKEA gods see it fit to lift the kind of the curse yes. from off your shoulders. Yes, and as um, soon as they do, um, I'll be in touch with Jim Shark. I'll be down Jim. No drinking. <laughs> um, and so you know, Parts we'll, March. we'll have a lot to discuss next week. Oh, and I'm going to. I wonder. The I wonder. Spell. I wonder if we need um, a parched March jingle so we can have an update each week. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> March, March. Okay, we'll discuss this. Let's say goodbye to the listeners so we can... um... Yes, okay. Thank you very much for listening, guys. And please tell a friend if you think they'll like the episode. And if you want to send an email, uh, the best way of doing it is contact at phoneafriendpodcast.com. Yes, that's contact at phoneafriendpodcast.com. Okay. Um, What I was going to say is if please do share the show with a friend that you think might enjoy it and leave us your Tudor reviews. And yes, please. five stars always goes a long way. Please. It's do. weird asking for five stars, isn't it? But but there's a reason that people do it and it's because it actually helps a yes, lot. Yes, it does. Um, yeah. So if you're enjoying this, big old five stars. If you're not enjoying it, then you wouldn't still be listening. That's There's been like an hour. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we can say a big screw you to all those guys. Um, and George I will speak to you next week another generation throws a hero up the pod charts (laughs) alright mate thank you for today and I hope you're feeling better speak to you later okay bye bye bye